Welcome to this Frequency Matters podcast. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm talking with Georgia Zucchelli, Technical Marketing for RF and Mixed Signal, and Human Zarenkub, Principal Product Management at MathWorks. Welcome, Georgia and Human. Hello, Pat. Hello, Pat. Thanks for inviting us. So uh, MathWorks is very well known for MATLAB, but you have your Simulink product, which is a powerful model-based design tool. Can you tell us about its capabilities? Yes, Pat. So Simulink uh, is another product that MathWorks has as a platform, uh, as a foundation product. And um, essentially, it deals with what we call model-based development and model-based design. As you know, science discovers physical properties of nature, engineering. We take those physical properties and create devices and things with it. Now, it would be nice to have a model representing the reality in your computer so you can simulate. You can actually through simulation, put that model in different conditions and test different various uh, parameters that the physical reality needs. Simulink is that environment that enables you to take a representation of the physical reality into your computer and simulate. And one of the characteristics of Simulink is the ability to do a multi-domain simulation, meaning that Physical things are not only in one domain. Some aspects, for example, are in digital domain, RF domain, antenna, propagation, this and that. So the ability to have in one environment to model various aspects of the physical device or physical thing you are producing is what sets Simulink apart from the rest of MathWorks products. So there's been a lot of focus on model-based systems engineering. How does Simulink enable this kind of simulation and analysis? Let me take this one part. I mean, I'm, I'm a great fan of model-based system engineering, and uh, it's a great trend that it is really picking up in the industry to help designers cope with the complexity of some of the systems that they have to design. And Simulink and MATLAB, they both help with the adoption of model-based system engineering as a methodology. Through, first of all, what Human mentioned before, model-based design, modeling and simulation, by helping designers to create an executable specification of the system to help them simulate the system under different scenarios and generate code from those models. The second aspect uh, where MATLAB and Simulink help uh, designers is they help with the definition and the negotiation of the interface in between the different subsystems. And that is where most of the problems normally occur. And there is a, systems are so complicated that there is not a single individual that can design them by himself. So we need multiple engineers, multiple teams. They divide the systems in multiple parts, but then there are problems on the interfaces. So model-based system engineering, MATLAB and Simulink help in locking down those interfaces so that the verification effort can be shifted left. And last but not least, next to model-based design and the negotiation of the interfaces is the tracking of the requirements. So MATLAB and Simulink help tracking down the requirements throughout the entire development process so that uh, not only we develop a working system, but we can develop a system that does what it was supposed to do to start with. They're very good as engineering creating something that works, but not necessarily has the requirement initially stated. So tracking the requirements help out in making sure that the systems are working better. So that's how model-based system engineering can be actually made true with MATLAB and Simulink. And so our audience is mostly in the RF and microwave field. You know, how are these tools well-suited for wireless application? 
I may take that. Uh, so in terms of wireless application or wireless solution, the objective is to recreate a signal that is local to you someplace else in the world, right? And to, to achieve that, you have to look at different aspects of this transmission or propagation. One of them is the definition of wireless links, meaning how does one wireless system communicates and talks to other wireless node or wireless system. And then there are multiple of these nodes that are talking and they have to be controlled and so on. And at the foundation of all of that is algorithms. Algorithms that take signals from one form, transform to other form, compress and transmit and so on and so forth. And the tools that we have in MATLAB and Simulink are rich with these type of algorithms that enable you to represent the wireless communication workflow and processes and enable you to model them in that multi-domain aspects, take into account the digital algorithms, the RF circuitry, the antenna and propagation, and let the interaction between the subcomponents be modeled in a way that the wireless communication is successful uh, without error. That's how our tools can help. And so one of our upcoming themes from Microwave Journal is automotive and connected vehicles. You know, how do your tools help with simulation and modeling of like antennas and radar sensors? Let me take this one as well. The antennas are tricky. Uh, antennas are tricky systems. I mean, they work in isolation. We're very good at analyzing them. But... Uh, the difficult questions come once you install the antenna on a car. Does it really work once it gets installed? Does it really work with everything around it? Or, for example, we're very good at designing an antenna, but, for example, do we need a double polarized antenna to detect a certain target? Do we need that level of complexity, or maybe we can go simpler? So these type of trade-offs are um, really hard to make when we design a system in isolation. So we need the tools that allow you to put together, to stitch together the antenna, maybe with the RF front end. What is the power of the power amplifier? What is the sensitivity of my receiver? How many bits my ADC needs to have? Um, so Matrava and Simulink help you in performing these trade-offs, help you with integrating the analysis results coming from electromagnetic tools into the system level simulation. So you can model impedance mismatches, power transfer, uh, frequency-dependent impedance, frequency-dependent patterns, uh, coupling effect, polarization effects. And uh, take into account all these effects when you stream your real signal. So and really see, is my antenna array allowing me to, to detect the target? Do I see it or don't I see it? So I think that this is one of the important aspects in the radar development, where each of the components have to be together as part of the bigger system. And so you mentioned that great analysis for each component and stitching them together. So how about large system simulation and modeling for problems like sensor fusion and tennis systems for the entire vehicle? Let me follow up on this one because it, it's tricky. So we want to model the entire system, but then we are talking about large systems. And what is large, again, is can be subject to interpretation. It's uh, many antennas and some of the nowadays systems have hundreds if not thousands of antennas, or complex in terms of number of sensors. If you look at a car nowadays, it has cameras. It has a, not one radar. It has multiple radars operating on different frequency, different waveforms, different ranges, different type of arrays. It has LIDARs, maybe. And 
where MATLAB and Simulink help designers is uh, in creating a model of this multi-domain platform, taking into account all the different aspects. And to deal with complexity and scale, uh, MATLAB and Simulink help in creating models that operate at a higher abstraction level. So uh, raising the abstraction level becomes necessary uh, when modeling complex systems. But raising the abstraction level means that we need to create models that are faster, that are more abstract, but that are all still useful and still correct. And so MATLAB and Simulink help uh, designers by integrating measurements, data, or maybe synthetic data through simulation and create models that are more representative. And then there is another aspect that is more algorithmic-like, that is when you have all this sensor and you, again, they can't work in isolation. It doesn't make sense to have a camera and the radar that don't, I can say, integrate their responses or their perception. And here the algorithmic component becomes very important. And this is where MATLAB, of course, plays a big role, but also AI is emerging to help the, the car as a system interpret uh, its, its surrounding and its, its scenario. And I think that Human here is the expert on AI. So, uh, uh, thank you very much, Georgia. It's, it's, you're as much as expert as I am. But I just want to make a little point about the AI. One of the emerging fields that I see is vehicular-to-vehicular -vehicular communication, the ability of vehicles to talk to the infrastructure of the cellular networks and so on and so forth. And of course, the cellular networks based on 4G LTE or 5G and 6G, as you know, they had to become more complex and have lots of parameters to manage the flexible environment of communicating people, cars, devices, and so on. When the number of parameters of a system grows beyond the limit path, the closed form solutions that can be designed, you know, they show their limitations. So the AI emerges as a necessity, not as a luxury as a necessity to handle the emerging scope of parameters that have to be optimized in real time such that the vehicle can reliably talk to each other, talk to infrastructure, talk to everything else. So AI is emerging in our conversation with our customers as a necessary tools to deal with large system design problems. Well, that's a very good point about V to X communications and it certainly is growing. And, you know, sticking with automotive, you know, the design for EVs is kind of a hot topic these days. You know, how are you enabling simulation and modeling for charging EVs, uh, signal integrity, EMC, EMI, things like that? Yeah, so, so MATLAB and Simulink um, help with modeling uh, essentially all e electrification aspects that are happening today. I would almost say the cars are turning into computers on wheels. Uh, so there are the traditional aspects uh, such as modeling the electronics, the powertrain, the transmission, targeting ECUs, modeling switch mode power supplies, all of this uh, MATLAB and Simulink has been used, I would say, almost for decades. But uh, where we see a lot of the emerging use of MATLAB and Simulink is in the modeling and design of high-speed digital interconnects, including signal integrity aspects of the PCBs or multi-board modeling, including cables, connectors, packages of the components. So in the past, in-car communication used to happen through buses. They were fairly simple uh, systems. Nowadays, we are going towards more sophisticated interconnects, such as um, automotive internet, just to name an example. And in, with this communication, with the speeds going up, really, signal integrity is a must. 
And the second aspect that I want to mention is that MATLAB and Simulink also help with the modeling and the design of batteries and energy storage system. So the Simscape battery actually enables the design of uh, battery packs, including uh, thermal aspects and mechanical integration. So these are new trends and new capabilities that have been added to MATLAB and Simulink recently. Yeah, that's very interesting. I don't think people are aware of the amount of uh, things that MATLAB and Simulink can do. So it kind of covers all the multi-physics areas. So could you give us some specific examples of wireless designs that your platform has helped in reducing time to market and effective model-based design workflow? I can take that, Pat. Uh, let me give you, tell you a story. See, the 5G standard was introduced in 2018, uh, June of 2018, the standard was published. In uh, September of the same year, we had our first version of a MATLAB product called 5G Toolbox, which essentially allows you to model, simulate, and implement the physical layer of 5G system. Now, I was in South Korea that year visiting a small company who was building a 5G-specific test and measurement system, you know? And this gentleman told me that he used my newly formed 5G toolbox for the whole development process. You know, when you are building a test and measurement system, you have, you know, to help those people install 5G towers and base stations to test that everything is working properly. You have to get the RF signal, you have to do the measurement and check whether everything is working, right? So you need algorithms that go from RF signal to baseband signal and do measurement, like receive signal strength indicator, you know, RSSI, or a signal to interference noise ratio, SINR, and so on. So he used my tool to develop those algorithms. Then he used essentially our MATLAB to see automatic code generation engine, MATLAB coder, to generate a very efficient C code to put on that physical device to do that in real time. And then he used our instrument control toolbox to get the live data input and output into MATLAB for post-processing, make sure everything works. So from algorithm to implementation on hardware and to testing and verification, you see how our tools was used for a particular company developing something real and bring it to the market. Yeah, that's a great example. Do your tools have model libraries that designers can use quickly to get a base design going that they can optimize, you know, such as antennas or other components? Let me take that one because in the RF products, we are champions of a catalog approach. So both Antenna Toolbox and the RFPCB Toolbox provide catalog of components that are all parameterized so that designers can start much more rapidly. So you want to design a circular patch antenna, there you go. You just scale it up and it resonates at the desired frequency. So this is a very, we have components for antennas or uh, let's say libraries for antennas for PCB distributed elements like transmission lines, couplers, splitters, you name it. Uh, for RF components, amplifiers, filters uh, that designers can use at hand. We also have a partnership now with Modalytics to support their passive libraries, just to name a few. We like this approach for um, to help designers to get started more rapidly choosing their components, but we'd never do that as a, an alternative to build your own. So we always like to always give the flexibility. You want to create your own PCB antenna or your own antenna, you can still edit it and create it or you can still create your own specific RF model if you want so. 
so that's about um, uh, more on the physical component. Then we also provide libraries of waveforms, isn't it, Human? Yes. Uh, so uh, as you know, uh, Giorgio is our expert in RF and antenna, and his products are, you know, shining in that regard. But there is another side of the story, which is the digital and physical layer component of these systems that are based on a specific standard. So we have a lot of standard-based products, Pat. 5G standard, Wi-Fi standard, satellite communication, Bluetooth. And the key to the standard is that algorithms and waveforms, meaning that algorithms that represent exactly what the standard is doing and waveforms that can be generated to test that your standard-based system actually adheres to the standard. And the differentiator is our standard-based solution, like 5G toolbox, wireless NAND toolbox, and so on, have open MATLAB code, meaning that you can go and see exactly how OFDM or MIMO is represented or implemented in MATLAB, all the way to plus, minus, divide, multiply, all the way to basic mathematical operators. And that gives the edge meaning that there is no ambiguity about the algorithms that result in waveforms and analysis on these type of systems. So I think you kind of touched on it in the example, but how do Simulink and MATLAB work together to help designers? I'm going to take this one. It's uh, one of my favorite topics, and I often have this discussion with, uh, with our users. And I would say that MATLAB and Simulink help designers because they work together. So MATLAB and Simulink, they come together, they share memory. So you can define a variable in MATLAB, use it in Simulink. In Simulink, you can do a simulation, generate a signal, and process it in MATLAB. They are perfectly interchangeable. Um, so I would say that uh, because we have this flexibility, uh, designers can choose the most uh, expressive modeling language for their job. So if they want to describe uh, sequential algorithms, great, MATLAB is perfect. It's made for that. If they want to describe an hardware architecture, maybe model impedance mismatches, reflection, voltages, currents, or if they want to model parallelism, like uh, in an array system, coupling, if they want to model concurrency, latency, timing aspects in general, feedback loops, these type of things are much more natural to do in a block diagramming environment where you define the network of your system or the architecture of your hardware. Because MATLAB and Simulink come together, you don't have to choose. Um, I would rather say you choose the right tools for what you want to do. So you can have a, a Simulink subsystem inside a MATLAB test bench or a MATLAB function inside the Simulink subsystem. You can choose how to mix and match. So you can use the best language for the best for your job, essentially. Um, Human, you were recently tell me a, a funny anecdote now about this, about MATLAB and Simulink. Yes, Georgia. If I may, Pat, so I was in one of these, uh, you know, international conferences, in this case for the aerospace and defense industry. And I was doing a presentation on the MATLAB and Simulink, and as exactly how Georgia said, they work well together. And this gentleman was very surprised. He actually stood up and he told me, Huma, are you telling me I can do the RF and antenna components of my system based on continuous time mathematics and the digital component based on discrete time mathematics in one environment? And I say, yes, sir. <laughs> and he was very surprised at what environment can handle continuous time, discrete time, digital analog, and the MATLAB for mostly digital processing and simulating for the rest. 
That was the anecdote that I found amusing, the surprise in my friend's face when we were talking about MATLAB and Simulink working together. Great. And so we did mention AI a little bit in the connected car example, but how do you use AI and digital twins to help simulation and analysis process for the engineers? Yeah, this uh, notion of AI and digital twin, Pat, we just scratching the surface. It's coming and it's coming in a real way. Now, when you get good at simulation and you have that multi-domain in your pocket, Pat, you know, like a every element of a system is adequately represented, then you can think of, in the computer, you have a digital twin of the reality. So not only you simulate and find the edge cases or the usual cases, you can actually think that the digital twin represents the reality. And therefore, you can redesign every aspect of your uh, design and development process. There is a huge, huge effort going on in wireless communication to base the new communication paradigm, not based on signal processing, but on context processing, on semantic processing. That's part of the digital twin that I see coming in the future. And uh, one of the very important areas that we see in MATLAB and Simulink talking to our customers is that both aspects of AI is of interest to our customers. Uh, the, the machine learning, deep learning aspects, which relies on data and training data to come up with a adequate representation of your physical entity, right? Or reinforcement learning, which essentially assumes a brain, which connects to the environment and has rewards and has algorithms and so on. So these two different domains, machine learning, deep learning, and reinforcement learning, is uh, really becoming one of the sources of solutions for many aspects of wireless communication. And we see more and more examples of it, and we are doing a lot of uh, investment in that area. Excellent. Well, thank you, Georgia and Human, for talking with me today about the possibilities of MathWorks. I think I learned a lot about the systems. I didn't realize the capabilities were that wide. To our listeners, you can find more podcasts at podcast.microwavejournal.com. Thanks for listening.